Hello, and welcome to Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And mine is Marie Murataya. Today's episode is brought to you by the fabulous folks at Bean Chata. Bean Chata, America's premier bean-based beverage. When horchata just won't do, Bean Chata is the drink for you. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. So today, we are getting into the improv show that we had last night. We are getting into the improv show that we had last night. Last night, we had a wonderful improv show called Christmas in July. Yes. And do you know why it was called that? Uh, Do I know why? Who else am I talking to? Uh, Our listeners. My goodness. How disrespectful. Oh, wow. That's true. I just don't know how they could respond unless we were live streaming this. Oh, Mm. one day. Uh, Do I know why? Yes. I know why we called it Christmas in July. Because... Santa was there. That's true. Santa was actually there two actually, times. Actually, two Santas, yeah. Santa squared. That's true. And they were fantastic. They were our greeters. And uh, not only were they our greeters, but they were participants in the beginning improv class. And um, they're some fantastic fellows who uh, could sing and tell, tor- tell, tell stories. Tell stories. Tell stories. Yep. And uh, do all sorts of good stuff. Man, those guys are awesome. So big shout out to them for keeping the troops entertained before they could be entertained by the troop. Exactly. Well, I guess it's a class, not a troop. The group. The group. That's true. The group. So is that what the answer you were looking for? Yeah. Because uh, the Santas? Mm Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I would say that's 100% why. Good. That's why uh, the name came to people's minds. Exactly. And I think we've had... a. A lot of fun themes before. Um, yeah, make America great or laugh again. <laughs> yeah, make America. That was a good one too. The last couple have been very, very just clever, I guess. But this Christmas in July one was fun because, and I didn't know this was a thing, but stores what? do this. They have Christmas. They call it or like brands. Mm-hmm. They say Christmas in July and they have Christmas in July sales. Oh, see, I didn't. I didn't really know that either. I didn't know until I started because we were doing Christmas in July, mm-hmm. and then. Somebody was like, oh, like, I forget who asked me, but like, oh, like so-and-so's sale or whatever. I was like, that's a thing. And then I saw something else mm-hmm. through an ad on Instagram, like our Christmas in July sale, you know, buy your essential oils or whatever it was. Um, so I was like, oh, so we're on to something. We are. Interestingly enough. But it was also just fun to like, because I, I played the opening piano music mm-hmm. and I played Christmas songs. Yeah. And I. I just enjoyed having that moment and like playing Christmas songs. What was that? What song was it that you opened up with when people first started walking in? Deck the halls. Oh, that's right. Okay, I just heard it, and you know, I wasn't fully paying attention because right. I was paying attention to other stuff. But right, that was good. That was a great show, and yeah. it was fun to start out like that. And you baked some Christmas cookies. And, I did, and uh, they were delish. They were good. Yeah, they were I really was excited. good. And that was another fun thing. I got to. That's part of why I wanted to do it, just because. You have to have Christmas cookies for Christmas time. I mean, come on. That's part of why you wanted um, to bake cookies? Yeah, but it yeah. was also just fun to be in my kitchen yesterday baking Christmas cookies, like using the snowflake and Christmas tree co- cookie cutout. Yeah, like a week after 4th of July. July. Two weeks, but yes. Whatever. Very cool. Yeah, that's fun. Um, so it was a great show, and we had a really, 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 really good turnout. Yes. Um, there were like 65 people there. At least. And, well, yeah, that's if you don't count the the performers. So. Yeah. Yeah, because the lady who uh, is the producer there, 
the producer of the whole uh, Lewis Family Playhouse thing, mm-hmm. Peggy McGee. Shout, Shout out Peggy out. McGee, who's yeah. super cool. So happy to have someone in that position who is um, supportive, supportive, and yeah. just not a scumbag. Uh, well, yeah, no, not a scumbag, but just her heart is so in it for us and mm-hmm. for the art and just of yeah it, for the theater and the theater, and yeah. she wants us to feel like we belong as a part of that theater yeah which we haven't felt yet um at the lewis family playhouse and so it was very i felt very honored and humbled that she was so accommodating i'm not used to that and she the one the beautiful thing is you know you hear about like you know like a good manager is one of those who will get right down and do the job himself type Mm -hmm. of thing and she is that, you know, yeah. she was setting up chairs and she was doing lights and she helped me sure. move the piano. I mean, yeah, she, she, she's a sweet lady. No, you can tell um, that she, she is the type of person who will make something more successful than it already is. Yeah. You know, just because she has seemingly the passion for it. She's like, exactly. she actually literally cares about the stuff that's happening. Yes, she's like, exactly. oh my God, and this show's coming up and... And that, and uh, she was really stoked about it, and she was just already talking about, you know, her goals and mm-hmm. see in like in a realistic way. So that was cool. Um, the last lady who was there, she had, she definitely had like a big vision. So I thought that was, yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, but I think she just didn't fully, she wasn't fully able to execute that type of stuff, or at least not in a way that jived with what was already happening there. Sure. So uh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked on the new lady on Peggy. Peggy's awesome. And I do. We do have to make sure we say that she even allowed us to hold the show at a date that it wasn't scheduled for because Mm, we were going to be gone in San Diego. Yeah, we were gone in San Diego. And yeah. And so I came to her and I was like, hey, Peggy, Peggs, my lady. Then that was really before I'd ever I probably spoke to her once. I was like, hey, can we uh, reschedule the show, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, if, like, if it works for everybody else, we can do it. Yeah, and, so um, accommodating. Yeah. And look at that. Look at that turnout we had. Oh, my god, It was a great turnout. And if uh, you, people out there in the audience, want to be a part of the next great turnout, the class starts August 7th, 2019. And... There will be uh, two different classes, one for people who have done it before, an intermediate level class slash advanced, and a beginning class. And the beginning class happens from 7.30 to 9, I believe. So So, uh, Wednesday nights, six weeks long. Come on. Come on. Hang out for six weeks. I think Brian Hannon. Brian Hannon. You did it, Brian. Well, I just rolled all the words together. (laughs) He told me he's going to do it. So he did say so, and he you made, all heard him on the that's last true. or on the podcast we put out with him on so it. So if you want to come hang out with uh, us and Bryant all at the same time, then uh, take the class. Yeah, small price to pay. It it's so fun, and I know we've said it here before, but I just I went so I had a good turnout of my own friends come last mm-hmm. night, which is just always so nice and sweet and i always get a little nervous because for the most part they're my colleagues mm-hmm. and i'm like well i'm gonna see you every day at work when we go back and they're like well, oh god there's you know? marie again yeah there's like she comes nuts. with her hacky jokes <laughs> uh and uh, but it does it gives gets me a little nervous and gives me butterflies because yeah. i want to do well and you know and um they uh they were uh, 
Darn it. I lost my train pause. of thought. I lost my train of thought. Nice. But they, they, well, they were there and you wanted to do well and then you did well. So oh, nice. thank you very much. Um, but they were asking me about, you know, about, dang it. I, I keep losing that thought. Okay. Well, we're going to move on from that thought <laughs> because as entertaining as it is to hear you stammer over words, uh, we will continue. Anyhow, it was a great show and it had a really good turnout. And thank you so much to all the people who showed up. And I know like Mallory was super supportive of, yeah. of everyone. And, um, you know, Carissa. Carissa was there. There was all kinds of people Leah. there. Leah was there. It was awesome. And Leah even had her mom there. And dad. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, her dad came out. Her mom came to our last show with her. Nice. Um, but they got dad to come out this time, which was so exciting. Not I'm I mean? so thrilled. That's great times. It's great times. So uh, if you've never done improv, highly recommend it. Get out there. Do some improv. It was just fun, man. It was fun to see how um, how much the people in the class grew. And some people yeah. even who had never taken improv before but ended up in that class because of uh, scheduling malfunctions at the beginning uh, ended oh, yeah. up doing really, really well. And so that was exciting to see. And, and it's just so cool how people get into it and they're like yeah we're definitely coming back again next time like oh yeah i'm gonna try and get this person to do it too blah blah yeah and then it's always wonderful to have the people who just come back and support over and over again like john john shade oh yeah john he's there every show he even showed up to help uh film a little yeah. uh you know pre-commercial thing to get people out to the show and yeah and he's good a, guy he you know and he's fun because he's in our troop and we've had him i mean I've been taking, as long as I've been taking classes, John's been there. Mm -hmm. We started around the same time. He's also an award-winning short film producer. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he's... Slash director, slash writer. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. We should actually have him on the show sometime. Oh, that, oh. All right, John. I know you listen, so... Does he? Yeah, he does. Oh, shout out to you, John. Oh, yeah. Big shout out, John Shade. episodes. Um... So we'll see you soon, John. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he's always like, yeah, I know the downloads are better for you. Yeah. He, and he's right. He, he is very right. But he listens. He always gives us feedback or he gives me feedback. And yeah. Criti- not critiques so much, but just a lot of good positive feedback. Keep doing this. Keep doing that type of thing. Nice. Um, very good. He was he was sitting directly behind me actually last night. And, and he's done this at a couple shows. He's always trying to be one of the good suggestion givers. Oh, yeah. Because he knows how it goes. Yeah, it's important. And he was trying. Love the good suggestion givers. We do. But it was really <clears throat> funny because there's a game we play called Good, Bad, and Ugly where mm-hmm. you get audience participation to ask the three people on stage advice questions, yeah. right? And John, every, because what do you do? You do three three different questions, right, Mark? Yeah, you do three different, three different questions. Okay, so John... Was going to let the first one go and definitely let an audience member ask that question. He didn't even try. But then he was trying to raise his hand and get your attention for the second time. Oh, yeah. And then the third time he was really trying and you took somebody else's question because you couldn't see the lights were out. Like mm. We just had a spotlight on the stage, which was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, But you can't see the audience as well, which no. is why. And it makes me think back to like groundlings. That's why they'll turn up the house lights for mm-hmm. a minute when they're getting the audience suggestions. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm like, okay, that's the next step. We need the, we, we need, need a light guy. Or you need a flashlight or something. A flashlight? <laughs> so I'm just like pointing it at their faces? No, I'm teasing. You there. You there. Go ahead. Speak up. But Louder, son. He was... Louder. <laughs> John was funny because I heard him going, dang it. Dang it. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, why? He goes, I wanted to ask Chad a question so bad so mm. I could have a good back and forth with him. I mm. was like... 
Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I was like, all right, well, you know, there's always next time, John. That's true. There is always next time. And that next time will be uh, roughly six weeks from August 7th. So, uh, you know, sign up. Come see the show. Come see it. Yeah, if you don't, if you're, if you're not ready to sign up yet, then continue to be a good audience member. We the, love yeah. you. This podcast is called, called uh, Hard Sell Improv. Just kidding. It's not. But I think everyone should do it because it's a lot of fun and it makes people happy. happy. That's right. Anyhow, I'm done talking about that show. Okay. Unless you have anything else you'd like to say about the show. I was just going to give my perspective. You gave a good director's perspective of being able to see growth and oh, yeah. everything. All right, go ahead. And as an actor in the shows, it's always fun to get that, like, I always get nervous. I get stage jitters. I don't really want to say stage fright because mm-hmm. it's not really that anymore, but it's definitely jitters. And even during the warm up yesterday, I'm like, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, you know, and. And it's always the minute we're on stage and we're actually doing a scene or doing something. Yeah. It all goes away. It's the, it, I don't even know how to explain it. It's the craziest thing with improv. Hmm. Because when I used to play violin in front of people regularly, I played recitals four times a year, I think, hmm. when I did violin and when I was studying that or even piano. And I was nervous and shaky the whole song through. Yeah. But this, it's like, I don't even get nervous. With, like, you're getting suggestions from the audience, and I'm cracking up, and I'm yeah. not even, I don't care. Well, I think it's, I've thought about this before, and it could be wrong, but I think the fact that you, once you're going, that's it. That's all you can do is go. Yeah. Like, there's no real wrong. Like, if you're playing piano, and you're going through it, and you're like, okay, then I got to hit this note. And then I hit that note. Exactly. Like there is a sequence of things that have to happen in order for you to do it right. Mm-hmm. And improv, there's not. There's some stuff that maybe you don't want to do that sure. maybe you can avoid. But even if you do it, it could still be okay. Yeah. You could do all the wrong things and it still might work out. Yeah. Whereas if you play all the wrong notes at a recital, you're just like, oh God. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a different song, right? That wasn't that exactly. song at all. Or she hit a minor key. Oh no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's... That is, I think, what it is about improv is once you just go, there's nothing else to do. You're, you're just in it and you can't, yeah. there's no real time to, to to stand there and think like, okay, what am I going to do next? And like, that's when the scene starts to die is when that's you start true. to get up there and just start thinking about things. Yeah. So it's yeah. cool. It is. It's a great feeling. Um, I know. I like, I like performing too. It's one of my favorite I things. Know. But being up there and directing is, is really fun too because it's yeah. like it's a different relationship with the audience. It's more of a relationship with the audience because you sure. get to like mess with them a little bit and and, yeah. and uh, pull suggestions out of them and yeah make fun of their suggestions if they're ridiculous. Yeah, sure. It's, <laughs> and that's that's the fun part is just like they say something and I just say whatever I think about it or whatever. I know. So that's fun. Yeah. That's a good time. I'm trying to think if I get nervous. I I think I have got nervous in the past um, about directing a show, but oh. for the most part, I mean, like I want it to be good. Like, yeah, I, I really want it to be good, and because I feel very much like, all right, if it's not good, then it's my fault, and if it's and if it's good, then it's not really, it's nothing that I really did. It's just like, all right, it was good, 
but I know that when I plan out the lineup and like decide who's going to be in what game and who's going to work together and, and what games are going to go in what order, I definitely have a thing in mind. Sure. And I'm like, okay, so this will go here and this will kind of get everyone's energy up. And then hopefully by seeing this game, like maybe people who don't necessarily remember certain things will remember to do this and this and then. Or you pair them with people that you no. know are going to have their back. Yeah, exactly. Or sometimes I just pair people and I'm like, well. Yeah, I know you do that. I, sometimes I just want to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Cause, you know? Well, and that's, and I know I'm like this in a show. I feel like when I'm always at my, well, not always. And I guess you can really tell me yes or no. You can tell me the truth on this. But what? I feel like I'm at my best when I'm in a show. Yeah. Um, Just, I feel the most confident, I think, going mm-hmm. in and out of scenes. Like, last night you stuck me in, isn't it obvious? Mm-hmm. I've only played that game once. Oh, okay. But it's easy because it's just an instant improv. Yeah, I was going to say. But even like the last time I did an instant improv, I feel like you had so many critiques for me, which is fine. Yeah. But instant improvs aren't my strongest. Yeah. And I went up there and that was uh, personally my, was my favorite was mm-hmm. my instant improv last night where it's just, you know, we don't have any, not as many rules to the game. There's not, yeah. not a big premise. Get up there and do a scene. Yeah. And, um. I had so much fun in that scene. Oh, yeah, my gosh. That's and good. I wanted to ask you this, so full disclosure here. Did what? you let my our instant improv go the longest out of all the instant improvs last night? Because um, I felt like it was really long. <laughs> I just felt like I was up there for a while mopping the Dairy, floor. The Dairy Queen one? Yeah. Yeah, I let it go. I think I let it go for a little while. Okay. I just didn't know. I just I felt like I was up there for a long time, but the other ones I felt like didn't because like when you called me up to do an instant improv i thought well he hasn't been letting these go for so long so Uh, i'll be good that's that was my thought i always try and end it on like what i think will be the biggest laugh oh no i know you did a good that was good Mm -hmm. talking about my dog yeah (laughs) you know know, either when it feels like one of two things like the well one of three i guess if the scene is like dead, dead, and you're like, well, we're going to get them off the stage now. Sure. Um, but even if it gets to that point, sometimes I'll be like, okay, let's give, let's give them a second. Like, let's give them a minute and see where we go. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it works. And sometimes that's that's what has to happen. Like, it has to go through that whole, the whole wave. Yeah, okay. Um, and then sometimes I'm like, okay, I've got these two people up here. Let's see. Like, let's see what happens. And then they get like, they go on a little streak and I'm like, that's all you needed. Like, don't, mm. I'm not going to press yeah, my luck. Yeah, like yeah. we're, we're good now. Um, and yeah, I mean, those are really the two, yeah. the, the main two scenarios. And then sometimes it's just like two people who are, who are really good together. And I'm like, all right, like no matter what, mm. they're going to keep going, but I'm going to find a place to end it <laughs> when it feels like it's resolved a little bit. Sure. Like the story is resolved. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I was just curious and it wasn't, I was just, I remember being more nervous going into that scene hmm. and thinking like, but he, he's been ending these quick, so I should oh, be yeah. good. And then I'm up there and then I realized I was mopping for like three minutes and yeah. it's like, it's probably time to change my water or yeah. whatever. Um, it was just funny. I just, I don't know. I remember being in it like, but then I was starting it thinking that and then I was like, fully in it too at the same time yeah like committed to the character and that was that's why it ended up being my favorite one i think i was the most committed to that character Hmm. or i felt like i was in that yeah um yeah you stayed mopping i'll tell you that (laughs) 
stayed mopping. I got nervous for a second because you guys started talking about other people, and then oh, I know. And then she like <laughs> was like needed to go pee in the scene, and I'm like, where the hell is she gonna go? Well, like, she said, I know. She started asking me where the bathroom was, and then I, I right away I was like, no, I like that you said what customers only. Yeah, I said, you know that's for customers only, Veronica, or whatever yeah, I yeah. said. Yeah, And then you fo- you folded. She was like, oh, come on. And you're like, all right. Well, I didn't want to turn it into an arguing scene, but then she said, come on. And then it, then that's why I said, you're stepping all over my mopped floors. Yeah, and yeah. we got it to where it needed to be. No, it was good. Through that. And I was like, oh, good. Like, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it, yeah, just overall, very fun show. The energy of the audience couldn't be beat. No. And, you know... You did a great job of strategically lining it up. Well, thanks. Clapping things out when they needed to be clapped. I was like, that's enough of that one. Very good. (laughs) Yay. No, it was good, though, because sometimes, and I'm not afraid to admit it, sometimes there are scenes that are just painful, and there weren't any of those last night. No. So. No, not even a one. No, not even. I wasn't even, like, close, you know? There wasn't really a moment where I was like, ooh. No. Come on, and it was so it was cool. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's interesting. It just like it just works itself out, right? Especially like talk show. Talk show got a little bit off the rails, sure. you know. But then they used the scenes that they can create on their own to be like, bam, we're gonna make it funny and and get it back on, kind mm-hmm. of too. Chad did a really good job of that. Of mm-hmm. like he and he does. He's been doing this consistently the last nine weeks, but just. In that in that game, you're able to clap out mm-hmm. and, and kind of scene. and create a scene during an actual game. And so Chad does a good job of if things are getting derailed, he claps his own scene and and changes and he like yeah. he explains what's going on yeah. and then claps himself out and sits down. And so it's like okay, now we all understand what's going on. Yeah. No, it's good. And he gives that extra information because in that game you're allowed to. And I think. That's been a big learning curve for me in that game. Like, oh, like yeah. anything is possible. Yeah. And it's been, it's definitely been fun to watch. And I love seeing like, because I think my mom did it last night. She clapped in a scene kind of like that mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like we're all learning from that. Yeah. I it's think good. As a performer, that's the best thing about improv or one of the best things I think I say it's everything's the best thing but it's just learning from your peers oh, yeah. in the class like you can really only teach us so much sure but when we see Chad do that we realize we have permission to do it too it's mm-hmm. like okay I'm gonna try it and yeah. it works you know yep but exactly yeah. and that's the beauty of having someone in the class who's like uh, doesn't want to listen to the rules very much you know what I mean yeah I mean like he pays attention and he knows like the rules like the the guidelines or whatever the things not to do and, sure. and how to avoid them but then and which is totally recommended at times you just break them you're just like sure. ah, but i'm gonna try this anyways and you're like all right just because yeah. you think it'll be funny or just because you think it'll work and sometimes it works and yeah. and so that's good so and if it doesn't that's why you're there <laughs> to yeah guide exactly us. exactly and and I think that's the biggest benefit of class is like someone, you know, will, will go against the rules and, and just, you know, everyone else wants to shoot themselves in the head because it wasn't funny. And uh, then I'm like, okay, well, uh, you broke all the rules. So what, sure. did, what did you expect? Sure. Uh, so it's good. It is a wonderful learning environment and it's it's fun to direct it and to, to uh, just keep getting better at that too. Yeah. Growth. 
Yeah. HGH. Human growth hormone. Very nice. Yeah, I'm going to start taking it tomorrow. Okay. I can't wait to see how tall you get. Yeah, that's the number one effect is you gain at least a foot. So I'm going to be dating a seven foot three monster. At least. It's going to be wonderful. Just kidding. I'm not going to take HGH. Anyhow. I was getting excited there, folks. Oh, geez. I would say that this has been a good talk. It's been a fun talk. Well, it's been informative. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you this. Let me inform you of one more thing. This episode has been brought to you by the wonderful folks at Bean Chata. Bean Chata, America's premier bean-based beverage. When whore chata just won't do. Bean Chata is the drink for you. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. We <gasps> forgot. <gasps> what? What did we forget? Shout outs. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, you go first. <laughs> Um, my shout out today, oh, is for Teresa Torres. Oh, TT. She, uh, I used to work with her at Fleming's. Same. And she recently, um, reposted, I think, one of our episodes. Oh, it was the episode where we interviewed Bryant. She's also a friend of Bryant's. And she was encouraging people to come and listen to us. So I was very grateful to that. And she said something really sweet on that post. She said, good people just talking. And I really liked that little uh, tagline there. Yeah, I like that too. I just thought, oh, that is true. Good people just talking. Just talking. Uh, that's a very, uh, that's an accurate assessment of uh, what know. we do. And I thought, I was like, oh, she must be listening because <laughs> that's true. Or, it's, you know, she at least listened to one. Uh, well, that's what I mean. So thank you, Teresa. Uh, we appreciate your support. Yeah. Thank you, Teresa. Good people just talking. I like that. Right? Okay. My shout out. My shout out. Uh, Matthew Alton. Maddie. A.K.A. Maddie. A.K.A. Uncle Maddie. A.K.A. Uncle Maddie's Proud. Uh, yeah, shout out to Maddie. He was one of the very first people, if not, I think he was the very first person to give us any sort of yeah. uh, support at all. Feedback. Yeah. Always, always commenting on our posts, our stories, and just telling us what he thinks. Always asking us to talk about the second law of thermodynamics. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And we appreciate it, man. We... Big appreciation. Uh, he is typically in the improv shows, but he couldn't be there last night. But uh, we got it all recorded for him. And so we're going to all go watch it with him very soon. I won't disclose the actual day in case anyone tries to, you know, be creepy and show up oh, at his house no, or anything. Yeah. So, uh, which happens to be at, just kidding, I was going to give his f- real full address. No. Uh, no, but Maddie is an awesome guy. And. I am so grateful for him for uh, you know being supportive early on, yeah, and, and just being a just being a cool dude, just just being a down to earth fella, very down to earth, good sense of humor. We got to have him on the podcast. Oh, There's we do. So many people. That's true. We do have to have him on the podcast. That would be very lit. All right, Maddie. So listen up. You have to be on the podcast soon, and you have to bring the dragon slayer. Oh, uh, Gordot, G O R D O T. The Dragon Slayer. Uh, Yeah, he actually, Maddie, gave me uh, the Jordan Peterson book. That's right. 10 Rules for Life? 12, I think. 12. I was going to say 12, and then I was like, no. I think it's 12. No, I think you're right. Okay. Um, Yeah, great book. Great uh, thinker. And uh, it's good stuff, man. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. 
Anyways, okay, now we've done our shout out, so I guess that can be the end of the show. All right, fine. All right. Uh, do you have a word from any other sponsors you'd like us to know of? Cereal chicken. Oh. Yeah. Cereal chicken, ladies and gentlemen, the chicken for you. When you don't want to cook with your hands, no worries. Grab a pan, get cereal chicken, fry it up real nice. Don't want to gamble? Don't roll the dice. Oh my gosh, that there were so many rhyming words in that uh, cereal chicken ad. That's really good. Whoever's writing the copy for that cereal chicken ad definitely deserves a raise. Huge, huge shout out to our good friends at Cereal Chicken. Anyways, my name is Mark Little. That's Marie Murataya. She is curled up in a ball on the floor because she can't believe how great her cereal chicken ad just was. <laughs> and we will talk to you next time. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.